Are you looking for a way to create extra income from information with your heart-centered perspective? The Info to Income Challenge walks you through a simple seven-step playbook. Stop wasting time trying to figure all this out on your own. Join like-minded entrepreneurs from across the globe and fast-track your success. For over 12 years, I've created successful information product suites in several mountains of influence. I've had the honor of speaking on Lance Walnow's Seven Mountain Stage in Dallas, Texas. Be fruitful and multiply, Kingdom Entrepreneur, and learn from all my experience. Visit www.infotoincomechallenge.com today. Welcome to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast, a community for women who love God and want to thrive as joyful lifestyle entrepreneurs. Your adventure starts now. Here's your host, Ann McDonald. The rest of my life is the best of my life. The rest of your life is the best of your life. And everything we touch really is supposed to be incorruptible, turning to gold. Today, grace. We're going to talk grace. What is grace, Anne? Do we really need it? Isn't it overused in today's society? Well, Kingdom Masterminder, today we are going to tackle that subject. Grace is a powerful thing. And it's part of who God actually is. We're going to say a quick word of thanks to our sponsors, and then we'll be right back to tackle this sometimes prickly topic. Do you have a passion and desire to build up and encourage the body of Christ to be everything they were created to be? Do you have blog ideas, podcast ideas, and other media production ideas in your heart that will build up the kingdom of God inside of each of us? If so, follow, listen to, and subscribe to KingdomBringer.com. Darren Eubanks, the founder of Kingdom Bringer, curates and produces high-caliber kingdom content that builds up and encourages the body of Christ across the globe. Again, follow, listen to, and subscribe to www.KingdomBringer.com. Greasy grace, sloppy grace, too much grace. Is that possible? My name is Ann McDonald, and I want to welcome you to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast, where this week we're actually going to go headlong into the word grace. What does it mean? Where does it apply? Can we overuse it? You know, those are some of the things that we come up against as kingdom-minded female entrepreneurs. How do we walk this out in our day-to-day life? How do we walk it out when we're on the front lines of business? Where do we extend grace? Is it possible really to have too much grace? Well, one of the biggest breakthroughs I got on grace was when I stopped listening to all the noise, all the judgments. Yay, you need more grace. No, you've got too much grace. You got to be kinder. You got to be meaner. When I stopped listening to all of that noise and I just went before the Lord and I was like, God, I actually need to understand what grace is. How does it work in my life, in my situation that well, that you've designed for me, the life that I'm actually walking out right now. I know it can be hard. I know, especially as kingdom-minded entrepreneurs, you want to actually bring the kingdom of heaven to the earth. And last week, we talked a little bit about 
What does it look like when you know something is true or you can kind of articulate that it's true, but neither your experience or your culture reinforces what the word of God might actually be saying? I actually believe that grace is the ability to be empowered by God to do what you couldn't do a minute before. I think it was Graham Cook that I first learned this from. He he uh, talked about grace in such a way that I actually had a light bulb moment. One of the things that he articulated was that grace was an actual force. It was an actual empowerment that when you don't have grace, you can't actually do something. But let's say the next minute you have grace and now you can actually execute that thing that you, well, that you couldn't do before. So let's dial that back for a minute, back into our business ventures. This is a podcast for kingdom-minded female entrepreneurs. That's where my call is in this present season. I'm called to build, to put order into the mountains of influence. I've always, for the most part, had my ministry, if you will, out there in the world, not inside the walls of the church. One of the things that I was consistently in need of was, well, the ability to do something one minute that I couldn't do before. Whether it was learning a new task, learning how to use a new software, learning how to start a business. Does it need to be an LLC? Does it need to be an S corporation? Are we doing this in California? Are we doing this in another state? How does how does all that stuff work? Well, when I got a hold of what Graham Cook called this empowering force to do something that you couldn't do a minute before because you didn't have the grace on it a minute ago, it really helped me shift out of having an external view of grace. Now, hang with me as I unpack this for a minute. A lot of times I think we get hung up on Christian ease, right? Christian type words that we feel get overused because we're trying to self-protect from something. But if we understand that our identity is firmly grounded and rooted in the love of God, then when we come up against these words and we just bring them internally into the heart of the Father and say, would you help me unpack this? Then I think we actually get life on it. So a lot of times I would hear these things about, well, Anne, you're being too gracious in that situation, or you're you're extending too much grace on that person. And I, admittedly, I, I do have a mercy heart in that sense. I, I have a high capacity for, what's the word I'm looking for? I have a high capacity for mess in people's lives, okay? Um... It's like, okay, well, that that person's messy or that person's messy. It's like, I'm actually not moved that much by mess. And yet in my own life, I was not that way. I had a high capacity for self-judgment. I had a high capacity for perfectionism, which wasn't really God's best for me. And so what happened was I was super gracious to other people that I was working with and I gave them too much leeway. And then when it came to myself, I got really tough on myself and I was too hard on myself and I wouldn't give myself any grace. I've got my fingers in quotes right now, like air quotes, like I wouldn't give myself much grace to learn something new or to get something right or to to make a progression in something. And so when this whole revelation of grace as an empowering force came along, I really had a come to Jesus moment and I stopped putting it all out there. I stopped extending grace to people who weren't even asking for grace from me. I was like, okay, I'm just going to clean up my power grid. If you've heard me talk about power grid before, it's basically where we take personal responsibility for what we bring to the table. 
As someone who's been in the vocational design industry for over 30 years, you know, worked in some pretty major markets, my my capacity to extend grace often meant that in deal or something, I was coming out on the bad end of the deal. And I don't think that's God's heart for us. So what I had to learn to do was to reel in what I, I'm going to call actually a false grace to people who were maybe taking advantage of me in different business situations. And at the same time, I had to deal with the flip side of that, which was I wasn't giving myself enough grace to actually show up and be teachable. You know, it's like, okay, well, and you actually have to learn a new skill here and you got to be kinder to yourself. Okay. So one of the things I like to, to always bring things back to is what is God saying? What is God doing? And are we doing that, (laughs) right? When Jesus was here, we talked about this in in one of the earlier episodes that Jesus actually only did what God was doing and only said what God was saying when he was inhabiting his life here as a man on the earth, right? Before he went to the cross, even through when he went to the cross. And so what we want to do when we're thinking about grace is ask the question, God, what are you doing here? Are you extending grace in this situation? And if so, if grace is really an empowering force to actually change our behavior or change our beliefs in this situation, how is that going to manifest? That's the thing that I've learned to come back to with respect to grace. Now, let's unpack that for a minute. Imagine you're in a business situation and, well, you got to learn to stick up for yourself. You've got to learn to have some boundaries. Maybe you have to learn to increase your prices, or maybe you have to learn to start charging for things. We see this a lot when women who are in vocational ministry, now all of a sudden they're, they're feeling the call into the business realm, or they're feeling the call into starting to build out products and services that they can sell online. They're so used to the vocational ministry mindset of just give, 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 give with nothing back. When it comes time to start charging for things, they actually need grace from God to set a price tag on their products and services. For the certain sect of the, I'll call it the religious, that's not going to sit very well. And what we need in that situation is grace to say, okay, it's not for you then. That's a real issue. You know, I think especially as women, we come up against that a lot, right? A lot of us have come out of maybe we've been home with the kids or maybe we've been in vocational ministry or maybe been on the mission field. And all of a sudden we have to actually make a mindset shift into this multiplication piece. Well, God, I really do want to multiply resources. I really do want to be able to bring in some financial provision here, but I need grace to do it. I need God's ability to equip me to do something I couldn't do 10 minutes ago. I need God's grace, that empowering ability to do something different now. Okay. So when we start to think of grace as an empowerment, it helps keep us out of false grace, greasy grace, sloppy grace, I'm not sure I even like those terms, but I think you know what I'm talking about because that's the, those are the language things that we're used to as kingdom minded women. You know, women who have been around the church for a little bit. It's like we understand kind of that Christianese language. A lot of times people who are unsure of the goodness of God are the ones who have the biggest problem with the grace of God. 
Because here's the thing. Scripture tells us it is by the grace of God that we were saved, not by works, right? Lest any one of us could boast or brag. Even our salvation was an empowerment by God made available to us so that we could actually choose Jesus in that moment when we might not have been able to do it a moment ago. So one of the things I want to help you out with in this particular podcast is I want you to learn to receive grace because one of the things that separates kingdom entrepreneurs who are successful versus kingdom entrepreneurs who continually go around the same mountain of either failure or coming up against the same issues is the inability to receive grace. Guys, when we read the blessing of Abraham, God wants us blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed in the kneading trough, blessed, blessed with our flocks, blessed here, blessed here, blessed there, blessed there. He wants us blessed. Adam, when he was in the garden, actually needed the grace of God, the blessing of God to fulfill his assignment to take dominion. Get a hold of that. Adam, before he sinned, was blessed by God to do what God wanted him to do. Well, in the same way, if we think of grace almost like a, an electrical plug, like we're actually plugging into the source of power and blessing himself, Jesus, we're plugging into Father God, we're plugging into Holy Spirit, right? Holy Spirit lives inside of us, but we're, we're actually plugging into the power that's available to us. If we think of it that way, then we understand that grace is more of a conduit. It's a conduit for the empowering force of the Lord to equip us to do now what we couldn't do 10 minutes ago. Now to keep this tied up with the kingdom-minded entrepreneurial thing, I want you to think about a couple of things before we go to commercial break here. I want you to think about maybe the top three most difficult things that you come up against every single day in your entrepreneurial journey. What are the three things that are the hardest for you to do? Is it keeping a schedule? Is it getting up on time? Is it staying focused? Is it finishing? Is it charging money for your products and services? Is it belief? Are you having a hard time believing that what God says about you is actually true? I want you to think about those things. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors. And then when we come back, we're going to learn to apply grace to those things. Next Level Experience is a three-day intensive that gives you a paradigm shift on your life experiences. It's not for snowflakes. It is all about the Holy Spirit and taking your life to the next level. It is for those whose life is basically working, but may be stuck and want much more. Stacy and Michael McIntyre facilitate the three-day event, which does not require any money up front. At the end of your Next Level experience, you choose to donate without obligation whatever you feel it was worth. Check out their website for more information on upcoming Next Level experiences at www.themichaelmcintyre.com. Again, that's www.themichaelmcintyre.com. How do you apply grace to a product release? 
How do you apply grace when you just don't really believe God wants you to succeed? Well, my name is Ann McDonald, and I want to welcome you back to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast, where each week we speak hope and life into female kingdom-minded entrepreneurs who want to glorify God with their ideas, their businesses, their vocational ministries, who want to actually build out spectacular lifestyle enterprises that don't require 24-7 hand-holding. Here's the thing. We do need the grace of God to do that. Why? Because God told us to bring heaven to earth. Now, in between heaven and earth right now, there's this second heaven spirit realm. It's a little jinky, right? I mean, the enemy of our souls is kind of loud right now. There's a lot going on in the world. And I firmly believe that right now is the time to build. You have something that the world needs. But in order for the world to experience it, you actually have to put a form around it. It can't remain in the idea realm. If you if you need help with your ideas, go back and listen to a couple podcasts ago when I talk about actually naming your ideas the way that Adam named the animals. So today, let's say you've got that idea. You've got a name and it's like, well, I, I don't know how to do this, God. Well, how do we apply the grace of God to that specific situation? Before the break, I asked you to write down, what are the top three things that you have the most trouble with? Is it a belief piece? Is it a product piece? Is it a software thing? Is it knowing how to actually monetize your ideas? Well, if you have trouble with those things, one of the things that God has made available to us in his word is grace. Now, I actually believe that we can come before the Lord of glory and ask specifically, petition himself, petition God himself for an upgrade in grace as an empowering conduit for God's power himself to equip us to do what we couldn't do five minutes ago. I'm going to give you an example from my life when I didn't tap into it, when it it didn't work out so well. So a couple of years back, um, more than a couple of years back, it was probably over a decade ago, I, I felt like God asked me to build something. It was an idea, build it into a particular type of platform, build it into a particular type of thing. And I was in a season of, I was just going to call it what it was, a, a season of false humility. And false humility is really the flip side of pride. And I was like, oh, woe is me, Lord, who am I to build that out? Well, it wasn't long until a pastor of mine who had the ability to speak into my life in such a way that it really stopped me in my tracks. He just said, Ann, he said, you got to get out of false humility. If God told you to do it, you best be doing it. And it took me a long time to understand that if I wasn't agreeing with what God asked me to do or what God asked me to believe, God wasn't the one making the the mistake. God wasn't the one who was in the wrong there. I was because I was actually choosing my own bad belief over what God was actually saying. How does grace fit into all of this? Well, what I learned to do in that situation, which wasn't pretty, wasn't seamless, wasn't without lots of tears and arguments, was to go before the Lord and say, I can't actually do this unless you show up. 
I don't know how to build this business out. I don't know how to reach the people that you just told me that I'm supposed to be in contact with. Because I felt like the Lord had given me a download of, this is what you're going to build out. This is what you're going to do. This is how your design gifts are going to work into it. And then he took me, and we actually went through the book of Ezekiel with me. I did a deep dive into this, the book of Ezekiel. Well, that, that in and of itself, you need some grace for, right? I mean, you got you to gotta remember to keep the, keep the love of God front and center when you're going through the book of Ezekiel. And he helped me unpack, you know, the river of life and, and the trees of life and the, the trees are for the, the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations and all this kind of stuff. And what happened was every time I would come up against a place where I felt like I was on the precipice of failure or this precipice of complete and total impossibility, God would bring back to me the word grace. He's like, Anne, don't let the world, don't let the religious spirit tell you what grace is. Grace is my empowering ability to help you do now what you couldn't do 10 minutes ago. And here's the thing. In order to reset into that empowering ability, we have to plug in to God. You've heard that old adage, if you, you have six hours to cut down a tree, you're going to spend five hours sharpening your axe. Well, when you are in situations, those three things that you wrote down earlier, where you actually need the grace of God to show up, you're going to spend five hours sharpening your axe in the word of God and in prayer and worship. And then when that axe is good and sharpened, then you're going to step into the thing that God has asked you to do that you feel like you can't do. Going back to that time when, when I really felt like God asked me to do this thing that I couldn't do. What I would do is sharpen my axe. I started to sharpen my axe every single morning at the same time. I started to get up in the morning and I actually had board meetings for this company that didn't even exist. And I would sit down and I would sharpen my axe with the word of the Lord and pray. I wouldn't beg, but I would pray and I'd be like, God, if you ask me to do this, then I must be able to do it, but I can't do it unless you show up with grace, unless you show up with that empowering ability of who you really are. Because technically, right, when we give our life to Jesus, we're dead, right? He casts us, die to yourself, right? Make Jesus Lord so that the mind of Christ, the will of Christ, the emotions of Christ, that that's what we're learning to walk in. And so it was this battleground where what I thought I knew had to yield to the truth of God. And the only way that I could get through that was to embrace grace. So whatever it is that you're walking through right now, whatever thing that feels completely and totally impossible, I want you to just put your hands out and I want you to just receive the grace of God to do now what you couldn't do 10 minutes ago. Receive the grace of God to believe that what God told you in the secret place is actually true. That God is more able to speak truth to you than the devil is able to deceive you. That God is more able to bring to you the rest of your life as the best of your life well, than the devil is able to steal from you. Because the comparison between the size and the power and the ability and the grace of God versus the enemy of our souls is comical. 
any of our souls doesn't even register. The scripture itself tells us that we will look and say, is this the one that threw the whole world off? We'll marvel at how small and insignificant the enemy is. So today I want to speak a word of hope into you. I want you to get your hopes up that stop listening to the religious spirit's narrative on grace. Grace is an empowering force to equip you to do what you couldn't do a few minutes ago. Get yourself into the word of God. Say this with me. The rest of my life is the best of my life. The best of my life is the rest of my life. And everything I touch really does turn to gold. Even when it doesn't feel like it, friends, God wants to bring heaven to earth and he wants to use you. Next week, we're going to talk about those specific things that God calls us to do well, as female kingdom entrepreneurs. How do we set this whole thing up? How do we actually decide what to focus on? And next week, make sure to tune in so that you can learn how to take the next concrete steps inside of that grace. Once you're empowered, where do you put your focus? What do you do? Well, next week, we're going to unpack that. For now, remember that the rest of your life is the best of your life. Practice saying that. Give God permission to increase your belief about his goodness and about the power of his ability to do through you what you couldn't do just a few minutes ago. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.kingdommastermind.net. And I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Kingdom Mastermind podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Until next week, choose joy. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you'd like more material and have a desire to stay connected, please reach out to Ann at www.kingdommastermind.net. Are you looking for a way to create extra income from information with your heart-centered perspective? The Info to Income Challenge walks you through a simple seven-step playbook. Stop wasting time trying to figure all this out on your own. Join like-minded entrepreneurs from across the globe and fast-track your success. For over 12 years, I've created successful information product suites in several mountains of influence. I've had the honor of speaking on Lance Walnow's Seven Mountain Stage in Dallas, Texas. Be fruitful and multiply, Kingdom Entrepreneur, and learn from all my experience. Visit www.infotoincomechallenge.com today.